Hi, mate. Can I grab a meat and mushroom pie? Sure, mate. Here you go. Hey, mate, you know there's a cockroach in this pie? Holy crap, I'm ruined. Please don't sue. I just can't seem to get rid of these cockroaches with the supermarket cockroach bombs and cockroach killer. The bugs are dead on the can, I tell you. If you're having a problem with cockroaches, call RMH Pest Management on 0423 690 426 and take that six-legged crunch out of your food. Sounds like you better listen to that creepy voiceover. I'll eat around the cockroach this time, but next time I'll be less favourable. Good unhygienic sir. Supermarket products are not the same as pest control chemicals. RMH Pest Management! (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is rated MA15+. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy skin mags should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, boys. Welcome. Hey, another great day. Uh, back on the mics. It's sunny. It's, it is bloody sunny. It is sunny. Firstly, how you going, buddy? Shana, you all right? We'll get, cut to you first because Blair, Blair will butt in. We know yeah, that's going to happen. Just be quiet, mate. Okay? Just give us a chance just to, you know, one day your door, your your name might be on the, on the, on the window, on the logo. Um, no, good, good day today, Robert. Good, good weather. Good weather. Fantastic weather. Friday, yeah. lunchtime. Um, maybe we'll get to the weekend review shortly, but Blair, you mate, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Been a pretty good week. Any disasters this week? Well, before we get to disasters, how'd the trivia night, your board game? Board game go oh, last week. I won. I won. I destroyed them. Ruined a bunch of friendships along the way. Yeah. What were you playing? Was it, was it the one where you put all the keys in the bowl? Yeah, the one where you put all the keys in the bowl and yeah. if, if you're lucky, you keep your marriage at the end of the night. Yeah. That's a different form of monopoly, I think. Yeah, that's... Uh, Adults only. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, well, congratulations on winning. Oh, thank you. You're a winner. Shano, your week in review, mate. How's yeah. it been? Yeah, good. Uh, we had the two... I had two auctions on Tuesday just gone. Uh, one of them sold under the hammer. The other one uh, had bidding on it up into 620 didn't hit the reserve um, and then but I was sitting on a conditional offer straight afterwards for 6.45 go on which the owner was happy with so yep we're under contract it's conditional but it's the next best thing if you can't get it done under the hammer Robert and the second uh, property still working on it in the background no that's old that, oh, that, was that went under the hammer oh yeah. you're gone alright beautiful uh, are you guys running auctions every week at the moment yeah we run them every Tuesday every Tuesday average yeah. how many Oh, six or seven. That's brilliant, mate. That's awesome. Uh, I've just been interrupted by one of your many fans, Shane, slipping in some info. Yeah. Uh, is that something for all of us, Shane, or just, just you? Yeah, it's not the updated version of the run sheet, but you can have that. Blair. Right. Well, the, you just pay attention to the bottom of that sheet, Blair, where it says Blair's tip of the week. The episode's already like. started, so it's nice that you're providing the run sheets halfway through the app, mate. Yeah, I know. But, well, um, the, the big dog, Atkinson, the bloke that sells millions of properties, oh. he's got the... He's too tight to pay for the advertising from the print room, so he's holding up our small printer. Classic. That I was using to print these off. Classic JA. Yes. Uh, mate, yeah, I've had a pretty good week. As I was just saying off air quickly, I... Um, well, you were big noting, weren't you? Mate, I wasn't big noting. What I was saying well, here's is... Me and, here's me and Blair struggling to feed the family. Potentially. I, um, I'm about to cook Grover on the barbecue. I'm, yeah, we're starving over it. Mate, not, Sausages and rice at my house. Yeah. There's not much to Grover. But um, <laughs> I've sold... Uh, I've got a listing from a lady who... She, she said she's a fan of the podcast. I don't know how she's come across it, whether it was shared to her or she's researched us, but 
somehow she's listened to the podcast and she said that she enjoys it and she likes um, that, you know, we don't take ourselves too serious. But my, my worry is, is that we put people off from listing their houses with us because of the podcast. Not this lady. She kind of liked it. She says, well, she's done her research. She said she goes, you guys are doing some numbers. Um, and yeah, I don't know why she chose me over no, you. She maybe never, she never I, rang me. Maybe because hey. I haven't shit myself and lost yeah. keys. I Outrageous. Don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't completely burn down the apartment building, Robert. No, but look, I've told her that if she needs a dual agent listing, <clears> uh, I've got the bloke on the end of the mic. So, um, mate, it's, it's, I think we'll look after you, buddy. Don't stress. Don't stress. Uh, so apart from that, Blair, you've, mate, you're killing it. You're knocking out some big numbers now, mate. So your weekend reviews probably is going to get better and better and better. Look, we're, we're making a lot of connects. It's a it's a richer area. Um, the numbers are actually going through. So spending days actually talking to people as opposed to leaving a message, which feels good at the end of the day. Good work, mate. Uh, mate, speaking of, speaking of uh, talking to people, I had a chat to a property manager during the week, she listened to one of the old episodes where we had Kelsey on and she heard about a PIM story and she listened to Jess, Jess's episode as well. She said, oh, I've got a story for you guys when I was working in New Zealand. And I'm like, well, you tell me the story and Ooh, I'll see international. if it's... We, we yeah, bring we're going it international. We're we going international. She's based in Australia. So, well, you tell me the story and I'll tell you if it's worthy of the podcast. And, <laughs> mate, yeah. it's right up our alley. It's, oh, it's, it's got that lowbrow... Uh, humor that we're into she had this uh i can't remember exact places uh, somewhere in auckland she said it was uh, she did tell me the name but they've all got funny names and they all sound ours and whatever but a big kiwi family big maori family lived in this house and it had timber floorboards uh it took them a while to realize what was happening but these guys moved in and they worked out pretty much immediately what they did is they removed some of the floorboards in the lounge room so when they're throwing out all of their food scraps, they would just throw it straight down under the house, which was kind of, it wasn't, you couldn't walk under the house. It was almost, yeah, you it was know, like a bit, crawl space, bit bigger than a crawl space, she said, but it was, it wasn't big enough for her to, you know, get in there and have a look, but it was big enough. Well, yeah? that's what Dharma was doing with gay men's bodies when he was uh, getting them around and then killing them. All right. Well, look, it's a bit different to that story. <laughs> but that's enough. Maybe we talk about that after. <laughs> But uh, Shane's on the Netflix, obviously. <laughs> so she realised what happened is after the first couple of inspections, what they'd do is they had a, a really big floor mat and a, and a large lounge suite. So uh, they just moved the mat over the hole in the floor, put the lounge over the mat, and then obviously you wouldn't see it. Over a few inspections later, it could start. It started to smell a little bit, yeah. So she's like, "Look, that's a bit odd." So she noted it with the guys, the tenants. Listen, there's there's a bit of an odor here. We're not sure what's going on. Um, so she found out all this out in the end when she spoke to the well, after the tenants moved out. The neighbour told her. So what they decided to do is they've been sprung. So they've realised that all of their food scraps are going down fucking under there. It's sort of like a drop toilet at a national park. Correct. So they thought, shit, we've got to clean that up. It's too small for us to get in. It's all rotting food. Um, we kind of like this process. So you know what? We'll buy a goat. We'll buy a goat. We'll put the goat under the house. The goat can eat the food scraps. We'll cook the goat and we'll eat the goat. Night before it's the circle of life. Night before they moved out. So they ended up only staying a year after the night they moved out. The, day, uh, the <laughs> night before they moved out. They cooked up the goat, invited the neighbours around as a bit of a farewell gift. So what's the... <laughs> Thank you, Blair. That's, that's what's, next level. What's the goat... What's the goat... Um, 
like, did it have fresh air and that? Could it get out the backyard or was it just locked under the house? No, nah, it wasn't. So fully, Harry Potter goat. Wasn't fully enclosed. Look, I didn't go into details. Although it's a great story. So okay. uh, she said that the goat could roam a bit. She did. She said when she went to the inspection, there was a goat there and she thought, look, look that's a bit odd, but it wasn't breaching any rules or laws. <laughs> um, but yeah, Holy the, the neighbour told her when they moved out that, yep, yeah, they, um, they bought the goat to get rid of the food smell of the scraps that were thrown through the hole in the floor. Can I just make a quick correction? It wasn't Dharma, it was John Wayne Gacy that buries him under his house. Sorry, just wanted to get that in there. I was going to say, Dharma's eating them. <laughs> yeah. Locking them yeah. in the freezer. Yeah, Dharma's eating them and Gacy's locking them under the house. That's incredible, Robert. And the fact, you know, it sat in for the goat. Well, that's kind of what they're for, isn't it, at the end of the day? But uh, oh, I mean, it just goes like to show not all, every, no matter what, anything, what any country you live in. Would you want to eat an under-the-house Harry Potter goat? I feel like as one of the neighbours. Feel like you feel hey, it's a free, it's a, it's a free roaming goat. What is it? Are you serious? It's a goat. Is it free range if it's locked in under a house? It's though? not locked in. It could roam around the yard. It just used to go under the house to eat the food that was just dumped through the hole in the floor. I'm a bit posh over here. I'm only eating the grass-fed goat. Yeah. How do you know that? Yeah, man, I worked it by heart a chicken, and Gr- I can tell you, there's a lot of chickens out there. No, no. Grass- the cannibalistic uh, chickens were the best tasting ones. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, company that way out of chicken, covering wow. every health uh, health laws. Wow, there you go, there you go. Robert right, so brought something, my, and that's incredible. That's stuff. my pim story of the week. Um, I'll tell you quickly if you want about the. Uh, I've mentioned it a few times. The Uber story. Want to yes. hear the Uber story? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Made a leaving the casino a couple of weeks ago at a reasonable hour. Um, it was in the early morning, but it was a reasonable early morning hour. It was after our night of the stars. And on my way, as I was waiting for the Uber to arrive, having a bit of a chat anyway, jumped in the Uber. Uh, so, man, you know, standard, standard thing. When you, I'll ask you, when you get in a cab or an Uber, what's the first two things you normally ask? Hey, man, how's your night been? Are you busy? Yeah. Mate, how's your night been? What time are you on till? Yeah. All right, so... Mate, it started with what time you on till? He said, oh, mate, I'll probably finish up after this, after the last hour of my life. I yeah. said, mate, what happened? He had a bloke that he picked up. He said, take me to the casino. As he's getting closer and closer to the casino, uh, there's a little bit of a back end, you know, down um, Ron, Hen- Ron Penhelligan Way, there's some parks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the soccer club. So, well. mate, sitting in the front, front of the, front of the ca- Uber, not, not back, so not being chauffeured like when I drive you around, you like to be chauffeured. Yeah. He's having a chat, good old gas bag, and he's just come out of nowhere. Oh, shit, mate, quick, pull over, pull over, pull over. I'm going to be sick. Old mate's pulled over, screeching halt. Old mate's opened the door, got out and legged it. And as he's leaving, he's like, fuck you, I'm not paying. And old mate's <laughs> like, dude, it's an Uber. I've already, I've already got your credit card. Yeah, You've already stuff. paid. So he thought he was jumping a yeah. cab. That's how off chops this wow. poor kid was. Um, so yeah, a bit anticlimactic. Is there any climate? No. No. no, no, maybe um, just your voice is any clever. The, the um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, we we did, we've done we've done it before. What we've jumped a cab. Who has? Me and my friends. Not the boys that sponsored we were going, this. We, fine no, podcast. no, none of them. But we were we were coming back from um, I think an event at a church or something. It was a Sunday, but we didn't we we because we used to hang around with people that were kind of rough, but. It's a peer pressure thing because if you're in a cab and like the cab's $90 and you've got no money and no everyone, everyone, someone just starts saying, because they had a code word for it, are we going to Gary's? Okay. Do you know? That's code word for boys. No one's got money. Yeah. We need to sort this out. Someone, someone. Did it really? Did it really? 
we'll have to cut we'll this. have to cut that out what's happened oh this house that i've had fucking for ages has just fallen over oh no, oh, no. like the second time on finance oh no fuck me oh. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you know what we were going to cut this out. Let's, leave it in. let's let this run. <laughs> this is the trials and tribulations from the from the height of e- ecstasy. God. Shane's about to tell an amazing story. To I've just had my pants pulled down. I'm reselling a shit hole. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, Shane, let's go back to there's Gary. There's nothing even wrong with the house. Now I'm going to have to ring that. <laughs> oh no. Should we ring him live on air? No, we can't do no, that. We won't, we won't be showing the details. Oh, that's really ruined me now. There's oh, a, look at you. Guys, try the, we got that on video as well. The actual, the, oh, his his face has gone red. I can see his moustache clearer now oh, because all man. the skin behind it's red. He's got a banging moustache at the moment. I'm loving it. Oh, God. Anyway. Let's get back uh, to Gary. Yeah, so when you say a Gary, are we going to Gary's? There used to be the mayor of the Gold Coast name used to be Gary Bailden. Correct. So it'd mean you were bailing. (laughs) So, so one night we're all in this, we're in this cab and someone goes, are we, we're going to Gary's? And it's like, um, oh no. We're going to Gary's, and I'm like, oh crap, because that means yeah, you got a leg, you got everyone's bad, you feel bad because you know, in like I didn't like doing it then. I don't really agree with it now. But the the weird part about it was he, like, I was sitting opposite Chris Moore, who's afraid to leave his house now, so he would never go out to surfers now. But he's like real drunk and he's swaying side to side and he looked like he's going to vomit anyway. He starts to vomit. I start coughing because otherwise you get thrown out. So I'm coughing. Chris has vomited all over me new Converse shoes. Mm. Anyway, we're like, Chris, we're going to Gary's. He's like... No idea. No idea. Anyway, so we get out. Everyone's legged it. Chris has fallen out of the cab. The bloke's grabbed his wallet and he's paid $100. (laughs) (laughs) So he's absolutely ruined it. This uh, another surprise which of me you might not know, Shano, and this is um, just after that hearing that story. I actually sat for my cab license. I've only yeah. got my cab license. I wanted to be a copper before I travelled over to the UK. I wanted to become a copper, so they said, "Look, you're a bit young. You really got no idea on life, mate. Go and get some life experience." Yeah. So I thought, "Oh, life experience? If I can drive a cab, yep. you'll meet everyone." So I went and got my cab license. Never did a shift ever. Mm. But they said to us, um, if you sense people are going to be doing runners, when you pull up, just put it in reverse. Yeah. So if they go to do a runner and as soon as they open the door, you just step on the accelerator, you go back, they fall over, you've got enough time. Because hopefully you don't hurt them too much, but you've got enough time to get out there and um, grab them, yeah. appre- apprehend them. Oh, no. So there I you mean, go out there, guys. If you, if you ever see a cab driver or an Uber, not Uber because you've already paid, but if you see a cab driver out there. Well, they take payment early now. Put it in reverse. Late, late at night. They don't really do the, no, we'll take you all the way for 45 minutes and then it doesn't end up, you know, going through. But he uh, passed jobs last week. Yeah. Uh, the few people actually messaged DM Blair. Blair said a few mess- people DM the, the, the Facebook page, which obviously is open and everyone mm. can log on. Everyone can subscribe. Please tell your friends. Uh, jump over to obviously listening on Spotify and all good uh, podcast platforms. So like and share those. Numbers, uh, I don't know how, mate, are still going up. Yeah. 
I think incredible stuff. I don't know how because that means we're getting more listeners and more people engaging. Because if we stayed at, mm. you know, the standard number, we, then it's only our family and friends. So numbers are still going up. So people are out there listening. So don't feel ashamed to share it because mm. uh, other people are. But uh, yeah, someone mentioned that um, the past job segment was something they wanted to dig in a little bit more uh, because you have nothing that's cheesed you off this week. Mm. Well, that that falling over has really cheesed me off. Yeah. Because that bloke pre-approved, only borrowing like half of the amount he needed. It's like that should go through. But at this time, you just don't know. This is why I'm auctioning everything. See if we can get that. Like, see if we can get that buyer's information off Shane before we go. That's like you ready why, to go, bro? You know, it's it's just it's God. It's frustrating sometimes doing this because it's like it's this is it's been on so long. Like he's gonna have to either lease it out. This is like like while we're doing the podcast, these are the things that you're thinking about constantly. Yeah. Like if someone doesn't buy a tent, it's like oh yeah, cool, next one. Don't have to worry about it. You know, the boss isn't gonna get angry if I don't sell this particular tent. Yeah. Be nice. But you go home at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about, well, how am I going to move this now? What's the best move forward? Do I convert it to an auction? I've noticed you're distant now. I'm looking at it in your eyes. You're, no, no. you're, not, no, you're not with us. It's like... This is real estate 101, though. This is what we have to deal with. People get into this and they don't realise. You carry, you know, people like, don't don't buy into the story. Don't get emotional with, with house sales. And I don't. But at the end of the day, you've still got to feel bad for the seller. You have some empathy, Shane, which is very rare. You've... Um, you've well, now we've got to come up with a plan. Do we auction it? Are we going to, you know, he can get a lot more rent for it than he was getting. He's only getting 400. He can now get 650 for it. So is he going to do that? We're going to just have to go through those things and see which way he wants to go. Did it go to auction originally? No, it hasn't been to auction. Oh. This well, is before I started auctioning stuff. It's oh, been on a while. I would, um, I'd be suggesting that route, but you know, you're, uh, you're an accomplished agent, Shane. I'm sure you'll work it out. We'll work it out. Look, we've had worse. Just work through it, mate. But we've, sorry to ruin your Friday. We've had bigger disasters. I'm glad we could get that actual reaction live on air. Yeah. yeah. That'll be the clip next week. Yeah, because that's how we feel when shit falls over. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do it in freeze frame. This is the moment you can see his heart break. Yeah. <laughs> like you could Mill you house. Can, yeah. You can see as I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Like live, you can see that. <laughs> what like. I actually liked is I turned around and looked at the admin staff that were delivering that news and they were pissing themselves. I know. <laughs> I know, because they know it's been a hard one. Yeah. And because we're in a changing market, a lot of the prices were up here and now yeah. they're like, they've come right back. So it's not worth, you know, maybe what we were getting. Yeah. So it's like, well, what do you, you know, it's up to the owner now what he wants to do. Mm. But we've been, we've just been unlucky it was on a long time because it was under rented for so long and the lease was really long then the tenant moved out and we got this contract on it within like two days mm. so we just need to work out now what do you what Mate, you're gonna to it's vacant you're gonna be opening it on the weekend though i reckon that's definitely gonna happen we're back baby we're back uh it's not unconditional we're not making money baby correct <laughs> you um you keep rehashing you keep going back to this uh heartbreak of a listing failed but we yeah. want to know more about your previous job shane Shane's first uh, Shane's first job selling stuff from the dump is the heading. So my old man used to he works at a company and they deliver food to places around here. And then on Sundays, my other my uncle um, works at a scrap metal yard. And then on Sundays they'd work at the tip. And like you know, you come at like the tip shop. You they can, they came across all this stuff that people had thrown out, and then they'd resell it at the tip shop. So Dad worked there on Sundays as a bit of a muck around. And he brings home this like three massive bags of Supre jewellery that still had all tags on it. 
So <laughs> me and a friend of mine at school, we just loaded up our backpacks and just walked around school all day just selling items from Sue Prey to the girls in my in, in at school. Please tell me you had it inside a coat jacket and you just yeah. like, girls, you know, you think <laughs> yeah. of this? Uh, what do you think to this? We've got bracelets Dodgy on the right. We've got some necklaces on this side. So I want to see the marketing brochure that he prepared where he modelled it all. Yeah, like, <laughs> wow, look at this. And we made we we made sixty dollars the first day, about forty the next day on Supre. Yeah, Supre back when that. I don't know if that's even still around. Um, don't know. But yeah, all this old jewelry and they people were buying it with the lunch money, I suppose. And so every, like by year eleven, twelve, everyone's got um, jobs. So spend a bit of cash at sh- like Shane's uh, struggling family business out the back of his backpack. So you've always had an entrepreneurial um, entrepreneurial mindset, side, haven't you, mate? Yeah. Hmm, good yeah. set. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Another another question that come through was when are we going to film Shane or record Shane trying to plug a tent, sell a tent to an unsuspecting mm. customer? Mm. Um, we have to do that. We can't ever. We say a lot of things on this podcast and we follow through with pretty much nothing. Yep. That is one, not only for the, for the listeners, but I just want to see how funny it is. So I was actually having a chat to Blair yesterday on a couple of different ways we can do it, whether he's not there, but he's back here recording it live into, into a phone. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there with earphones in, pretty much commentating how it is. You've got to try and record it. We've got some old recording equipment that maybe we can put in your pocket and you can pick up on it. Yeah. Uh, but that's something I think we, we have to do that. The, the tent sale. Yeah. Yeah. Selling of the tent or just, you know, just look, that's a good tent. Yeah. You did it so well last week. I'm not going to pretend to recreate it. No, so. no. But go uh, back and listen to it again. Go if back. You want so, it. There's Anaconda, there's BCF, there's lots of different options. But I think what we do is we need a, we can't have a small tent shop. It's going to be pretty obvious if there's only three people in there. Mm. If it's a big, big yeah. building, we can maybe get lost a little bit out in the back yeah. where the tents normally are at. Yeah. You keep all the good shit up there. I know the BCF at um, Oxenford has an up upstairs part where they've got all like some tents and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just I can do it a bit there. of business up there. Don't worry about that. I mean, you know, I'm not the place I used to work at would have been easy to do it, but you know, the, the, that home ground's been demolished, and uh, we've got to go go out and find another one. So, so you, you're still interested in that? On a foreign playing field, I should be fine. All right. Blair, can we have a chat off air about how we can make that happen a little bit better? We'll make it happen. Uh, beautiful. It would be weird for me to film Shane from a distance again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, mate, update. This hasn't come through the DMs. This has come from other agents. Jason Reed, uh, Catherine Chalemi out of the Rain and Horn office. Yeah, Pete's keen to go. He talked about it this morning. Braden Lamb, Sarah, they're keen to jump on board. The trivia night. The trivia evening. There's a lot of people that have actually, you know, we always say, have you got, has anyone got any stories or wants to tell us anything interesting for the podcast? And we never get a reply. We don't the, get much. The trivia has gone off. Yeah, so there's a, I think that's a competitive juices flowing from a number of different different offices now the good thing about me and you shane is we would obviously be the quiz host so yeah we can't feel bad about um uh missing out on answers but we are missing out on the answers because we're going to be throwing the questions that's right uh roving reporter blair you'll be out there out in the field out in the trenches getting the live reactions so because you've brought this brought this up, I, I, I brought up the, I think we should film you selling a tent, so I'm more than happy to mm. follow through on that. Seeing this was your idea, mate, we need venues, we need dates, are we going to yeah. have it sponsored? 
Mm. Can we get Burley Brewing down there? Like, is there anything we can <laughs> I don't do? Know. We'll have to see. We're a bit far off that. Uh, so what, where, are, where are you at? Seeing there is... It's probably got to be somewhere up here. It does. Yeah. It does. Braden's the only one who doesn't have to, who will have to travel, but yeah. that's fine. Um, and we just need to get LJ Hooker on board. Some, you know, what are we talking? Teams of four? Teams of six, teams of six, three. Six, do you reckon? No more than six. So anything up to six. So you could have a team of three. Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Because if we've got... Three is a minimum and then maybe eight total. Yeah. Just so depends on how If big. we've got four officers and teams of six, that's 24 people. Yeah. That's a big nine. That's a big nine. Yeah. So you could bring that down to maybe 15, 12, 15 people. Okay. Yep, that'll do. Um, and once we've got those on board, we have a chat to professionals. Have a chat to Ollie. And mm. uh, I know Ollie listens to this over at Rogers and Wilson. Um, so I think we could, if it's committed and dates yeah. are set, then I think that, uh, you know, Blair will knock up some flyers with his uh, marketing expertise, won't you, get, Blair? Get the crayons out and I'll make some real pretty ones. Beautiful. So where are you at? what do you think in venue-wise? Uh, that's the only thing I haven't got yet. I need a location. So if anyone knows one, that would be handy to know. Um, I'll talk to Pete. I just don't know where we would where we would do it yet. That's probably the biggest question mark, Robert. Yeah, the well, questions Jason are pretty easy to come Reed up has offered his uh, office, which has like a little calf there. He said, look, there's no no alcohol licence, but, um, you know, said if we could maybe fit it in there, but a bit smaller, it's on the smaller mm. side. Uh, I think there'd be a bit of pressure if other offices go to other... So I think we need a, a standalone neutral ground. Mm. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to go to the... the drawing board okay to work out what we're going to do there but you're committed that's the hardest part yeah we're going to be committed we'll come up with a date for next week you know put put yourself under a lot of pressure we'll do a date and try and get the location sorted yeah and we're thinking late if blair's mansion wasn't so far away we could have done it there late november i hear shane's got a vacant property we'll probably all pack into there yeah we could oh that's a burn isn't it oh he knows he knows (laughs) he's starting to be he's been in the industry a little bit too long now he's starting to have some uh some zingers old blair well done mate good work what an animal well mate um we've covered off everything that we thought we'd discuss now to the segment that really no one says much about but uh it Gives Blair five minutes of fame. Mm. Thanks, guys. Uh, Blair, mate, straight over to your intro um, that we uh, will get to the bottom of one day. One Fire day. away. Because his tip, his tip is on your lips. Because his tip, his tip is on your lips. Because his tip is on your lips. So just take it and smile. What do you got, mate? On your lips. We'll record that and we'll get that in the end. <laughs> we need to get a full three-minute one. Mm. Can play that on loop before yeah. the trivia night. Um, no, we won't be doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess tip of the week, life tip for everyone. Life. Change your passwords, update your security. Don't be with Optus. What a nightmare that has been. Are you with Optus? Thank Cyber God, crime. no. Thank oh, God I no. am. They've, I think my details are out there if anyone wants them. Mate, we, we all know your details. Have you, seen real some agent. Of, have you seen some of the messages coming through to the... So there was 10,000 numbers that mm. were leaked uh, in 
Oh, after the first oh, I had a robot hours. call me before like they announced that everyone had been hacked. I had one of my mates. I had a call from Optus saying your, your bill's overdue. Mm. I've I, heard this, but I don't know anything about the backstory I, or anything. I had a mate who was one of those 10,000 numbers that had his details leak. Mm. He started getting messages, help, please send money. This is his name from Optus. I'm in jail. Please send bail money. Oh. I'm getting raped several times. Please send bail money. <laughs> what? Your your friend received that with his details. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. That's heavy. Mm. It's um it's That's been funny. The problem with that is is there's a known leak out there. So all the other scammers mm. that aren't associated with this scam are now going to be jumping on yeah. the coattails of an actual scammer to say so We've I, got your details, love. Mm. So I have a friend who used to work for Optus a few years ago, he, he made decisions to move because they were not listening to his advice that he was passed down. We call him Melvin. Mervin. Yeah, let's call him something. He knew. I'm still contemplating what I'm going to tell this bloke. Sorry, just continue on. <laughs> you got any tips for that? He knew. He knew of these weaknesses and there was never, there was never a decision from management to fix this. So you had a friend wow, what an that knew there was a hacking that he could potentially... He knew that there was a flaw. He knew that there was a flaw. Wow. Yeah. And he's, he's seen this happen and he's just like, thank God I cashed out and went elsewhere because mm. he wasn't, he, his work wasn't appreciated there. And so he's like... He clearly no. he wasn't just a standard Now he drives trains. Yeah. <laughs> now he drives trains. It's Marty. It's Marty. No, different friend. I got three. Yeah. Um, he's got three friends. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you won each week. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, he should probably sell his story there to um, current affair. Yeah. Uh, he's he's well off. He doesn't need it. But um, no, nah, definitely. Like if just up maybe you should pretend to be him. Yeah. And sell the story. <laughs> <laughs> get uh, get on with Tracy Grimshaw before she yeah. retires for the year. And Tracy, it's an honour to be here. Just I've got an exclusive for yeah. you. Blair, I'll throw you on the spot. You've just seen Shane's heart break live on camera. Um, you've experienced a, a contract fallover for the second time on the same property. Tough conversation to have with the vendor a little bit later. He's talked him into accepting another offer with conditions that have fallen over again. He has to make that call this afternoon to this poor vendor. He's not making any money uh, on rent. He's still paying his mortgage. Mm. On the spot, what would you say to Shane for a little bit of advice? You're a battler. You're going to get through this. We believe in you. Thank you, boy. Yeah. I mean, how's that going to help Shane? Like, oh, when I say... That's not going to help him, but advice, it'll give him... Advice, like, and I, I maybe, and maybe he can do or approach the vendor with... Uh, how would you approach it? If this was you in this situation, Look, what would you do? You just got to ask what position he's in, see if he can afford to keep it on the market a little bit longer. As you said, you got an offer in two days once the tenancy was out. Obviously, the mm. tenancy was really holding that back. You got an offer in two days... Back yourself, let them know that, reassure them, let them know that, you know, we got this offer in two days once we got the tenancy out. Let's yeah. just go again. We'll get it done. Um, we got an upcoming auction. Let's slot you in. Let's let's get this done. Thank you, Blair. I've, I've uh, can you give yourself a round of applause there, Blair? I'll tell you what. What a man. 
This is why we finish with him every week. Shane, you've had uh, you've Tip had about fifteen minutes to digest that shocking news that yeah. your admin staff was so happy, <laughs> yeah. happy to provide. I wonder if they knew before the podcast started. They just sat on no, it for I don't fifteen think so. minutes. Like, look at this smug. You know, I, I reckon son of a bitch through the glass as well. He knows. They didn't know because, as he said, J A. had held up the whole printing. Yeah, so bloody standing there now. Look at him smiling. He knows. Yeah, he knows exactly what's happened. So we need to get. It's not a smile, and it's not a, like they're not smiling because they're making fun. They just know that, we, you know, the torment that's gone with it. Yeah, like it's just a hard, like it's not even a hard house to sell. I've sold since I listed that one, a heap of houses that were way harder to sell. We're but it's just some, week. some are just some. You don't, you can't tell why. And every agent will tell you this. It's been around for a long time. Some houses, it's like the the house doesn't want to sell. Like I had one when I first started. This is I've sold a house four times before. The same house. Yeah. Because as things tighten up and banks tighten up, 21 days ago, this bloke had pre-approval. He's now not got the loan. Mm. So everyone now that makes an offer through me, I'll be sending their details directly to our broker and he'll, he'll qualify them. Yeah. This will not happen to me again. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, we'll sell it this weekend. You'll be all right. Oh, Can we'll he, bounce back. Don't worry about that, boy. We need a hand. I'm happy, happy, to, uh, happy to conjunct with you. I've got, I've got bigger disasters than this on my hands at the moment. Don't worry about that. Yeah, your moustache, mate. It's fucking horrendous. I've, I've, got, I've got the moustache. My car's still all dinged up because I haven't had time to book her in. Uh, well, it's a long weekend. Gentlemen, before we wrap this up, what have you got planned, Blair? Oh, I think I just need a weekend at home with the missus. She's just done 11 nights straight. Candy Kang. Candy Kang. She is a wreck. So hopefully she's taking today to rest up and mm. tell you what, if I worked 11 nights straight and I had to spend three days with you, Blair, I'd fucking want to shoot myself. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Whatever. Shane, I don't know what she sees in me, but <laughs> God bless her. Have fun. Shane, I hear the boys, uh, they've dropped me from the golf game on Sunday. Uh, the lads have said that, mate, you're out. We've got Perry, who we don't see no more. No, he doesn't speak to us, even though he lives yeah. in the same street as us. He wants to come out and show off that mo, and he's going to hit long bombs. Yep. Mate, so play well. I will. Thank you, Who, who are you teaming up with? Uh, I think Joe. Joe. So we'll see how we go. Mate. He's coming off a win, so. He is coming off a win. Thanks um, for listening to a depressing podcast. We did have more lined up, but obviously, you know, it's look, sort of... It's look, sort that's of, real estate. Your day can disco pear-shaped in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. It's a disaster. Mate, don't stress. We'll come good next week, but uh, that's what happens when you film live and you don't like to edit. Hey, Blair. You put out, <laughs> you put out what you record. Spoke to the guy yesterday. We'll be sweet tomorrow. That's what you said to him? I know where he lives. I'm going to go and egg his house for lying. And rest in peace, Coolio, as well. Yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Bye.